everyone and welcome to another episode of Monica Moments. We're always excited to have you join us on this platform. This week I want to talk a little, actually I want to extend a conversation I had with someone a couple of days ago and we were just talking about how people in business Um, as well as just in personal life, have preferences. Sometimes they're called cliques. And as a result of that, if one is not connected, that person or that organization can go through a seize or a phase of being rejected. So for the purpose of this podcast today, I want to talk about how to recover from being told no. That's right, how to recover from being told no. First of all, I wanna say this. No is not necessarily a bad thing all the time. And I hope that at the end of this podcast, if you ever thought no was just negative and meant um, something definite, I hope that at the end of this podcast, you will certainly have a different viewpoint about it. Now, let's raise a couple of points, and I hope that these are great takeaways for you. First and foremost, respect someone's right to say no. Anytime we approach a situation, whether it's personal or professional, we are giving the situation the opportunity to respond. So that response can come in a sense of favor, or it can come in a sense of unfavorable. So first and foremost, understand it is a person's right to say no and not to take it personal because we can think that we need a connection somewhere and the other side of that connection could not be in a lot, may not be in alignment with what we're thinking. So it is certainly someone's right to say no. Secondly, No is a complete sentence. It is certainly a complete sentence, which means that after we're told no, after we tell someone no, it is up to the individual to go into explanation or to add a justification for their no. And also understand that it is your right. It is anybody else's right to say no and put a period behind it. So many times I hear people say, I was told no, but I want to know why. Well, here's something I always like to ask. If you understand or if you were told why, what does that do for you? Because it does not, uh, it does not take away or substitute or even replace the fact that you actually were told no. But some people just desire a little bit more than others. But understand this, it is a complete sentence and it's certainly up to you if you're the one that's telling someone no or the other person or entity as to whether or not the explanation will accompany. Number three, when when we are told no, sometimes we have to set boundaries. We have to... Uh, understand the reality of what is and be in a spirit of acceptance. And what I mean by that is not try to push or press something that has come to a halt. 
A lot of times, no can have a common, a comma, or a semicolon behind it, but there are some instances where no has a period behind it. So in this instance for number three, we want to be able to understand what the no really means and set boundaries if we have to. I understand that sometimes people want to make connections and they want to do certain things, but if you have to walk away because this is a no situation with a period behind it, I want you to be able to walk away and not see it as a loss or a sense of failure, but see it as um, a need to pivot and move in a different direction. And why? Because that may be where your growth, your development, and your goals lie. That's why. Number four, everything that no represents is not in the negative. And what I mean by that, sometimes no means not now. Sometimes no means um, not ready. But yet and still, it's not a definite. So when you say no, when you are told no, don't look at it as a definite or something that is so negative because in some context, it can be a comma no. What I mean by comma, that means that the time right now is no, but there will be other times to explore to possibly get a yes or to possibly do something different. But that comes from listening. That comes from understanding the situation and circumstance around you. And also that comes from a place of self-development and self-acceptance. And what I mean by that is someone's no or some or, or situation telling you no should not determine how you are what you are, and more importantly, why you are. When I hear people say, um, I was told no about something and I'm never going to be able to this and I'm never going to be able to that. The first thing that I ask is, why does this no or why does this situation or this person has so much authority over your what next? Because if I'm told no and I, and, and I feel or I start to think that nothing comes, nothing will come beyond this and I'm just stuck and I won't soar, I can't be unstoppable. Well, here's what I'm also doing. I'm also shifting my power, my value over to that situation, which leaves me feeling powerless as well as valueless. So we want to be careful with that. Now, number five, understand no does not have to produce hard feelings. Okay. Cause if you go back to number one, it is a person's right as well as your right to say no. So understand that no does not have to produce hard feelings. It really, well, well I get into that in just a second, but it really saves time. And, and if you're in business, it not only saves time, it saves energy and it saves money because now you're in a position to shift and, and exert your energy in an area or with a person where you could possibly get a response other than no. And number six, let me say this. 
No can be a stress reduct or a stress reducer. What do you mean, Monica? Here's what I mean. No can be a stress reducer because it puts you in a position where you don't have to wonder and ponder. And for my overthinkers, overthink the process and, and, and just feel like, okay, maybe if I do this, or add on this or take this off, then think, then I would get a yes. It can reduce all that because now you have your answer. So those things that you would normally do to raise your blood levels and, and, and raise your and lower your blood sugar, sometimes you are now no longer in that position to even be tempted to do that because now you have your response. And seven, last but not least, no is an opportunity for growth. If you don't hear nothing else I've said in counting down how to recover from no, I want you to hear this. It is an opportunity for growth. For those of us who are intentional people, we know that when we're told no, we're trying to adjust, we're trying to pivot, we're trying to open other doors, open other windows, and figure out other ways. So don't take no as, again, to be so negative because it can be an opportunity to grow. I forget what celebrity said this, or maybe it was a politician that said, I eat no for breakfast. So what I took from that was I take it all in and I digest it and I make it work for me. So when you are out there, whether it's in business or whether it's private, even in French in relationships, friendships, when you're told no, don't let no have authority and power over you. Listen, I know as a business person, when I tell you that we will go through a season or some of us who work hard from, from bottom up, we will go through a season where it seems like all we hear is no. But here's what I say to my clients. Here's what I say to myself. Keep going. Don't stop. Stay unstoppable. Keep moving. Keep searching. Keep reaching for your extraordinary because you came into this as ordinary and now you want to go through this and and be on the other side of this as extraordinary when i hear people say they're stuck because they keep they keep um hearing the word no here's what i ask people if you feel like you're stuck what are you willing to do about it and the question, what are you willing to do about it, has nothing to do with any resource, any outlet, any other entity, but it has everything to do with the person you greet in the mirror. What are you willing to do to stay determined, to make another step, to place another phone call, to send another text message, to reach out, to attempt to build other healthy relationships in order for you to grow. When you are looking at family and you're looking at friends, what are you willing to do to be a mutual contributor to having a healthy relationship and a healthy friendship? I, I, I bet some of you are saying right now, but Monica, in situations like that, 
it takes two people. So what happens if I'm the only one in? Go back to what I said earlier. Sometimes we have to know, like Kenny Rogers said, we have to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. And why is this still a winning and progressive move for you? Because you took something that you that you thought was going somewhere and you see it has a period behind it. So you give yourself permission to be released so that you can move on and continue to progress, whether that's personally or whether that's professionally. It is no excuse. It is no reasoning for us to get stuck in the word no. And listen, I'm not trying to be unrealistic. Yes, sometimes it's frustrating. Hey, I have been there. I can't tell you in the first three years of my business, how many times that I said, Ooh, do I want to continue doing this? Uh, you know, I have degrees, I have a licensure. So to go work for someone else and, and get that, as my grandparents would say, that good paycheck every two weeks are those good benefits monthly and not have to be responsible for anything, but just showing up to do what I signed up to do. Um, when I got the job, I have asked myself that question and I'm just thankful to report to you. Every time I've asked myself that question, I come back with the same answer. You are purpose, Monica. You, so this here is part of the plan because this is your purpose. So I just want to say to you and encourage you. If you are out there and you've been told no, you're feeling a little frustrated, you're feeling like the odds are against me, for a person that started their business with no help, no loans, uh, no giving anything, I must, first of all, before I say I, God allowed me to get resources. I purchased books. I read books. I went online and I followed people who had did this 10, 15 years before me. I stayed committed. I reached out to people. I reached out to people who knew people. Um, I invested in myself, not just with John Maxwell, but I invested in myself in other areas too. Why? Because I knew that I had to be greater in my mindset and my mentality than being told no. I was talking and all of this came about, as I told you, I was having a conversation a couple of days ago with someone, someone who I considers to be privileged and very um, saturated in her community. And I was telling her that I was trying to present a proposal to a particular establishment and I just keep getting the runaround. And so she and I got the dissecting and she was like, well, here's how I generally try to develop new relationships. And, and the, one of the last things I said to her was, I won't be annoying at knocking on this door, but I will continue to knock on this door. And I meant that with everything in me. Here's something else too I want you guys to understand about the word. No, this is a bonus. This just came to me. This is a bonus. Sometimes a situation, circumstance, or a person 
is told no just to see where the dedication, the discipline, and the loyalty lies. Sometimes people will say, okay, let's see if if I say no, let's see if this person is going to just tuck, duck, and run and be done, or if this person is going to be creative and courageous and generate new ways and new systems are trying to accumulate and get that yes. So if you are out there and you have really been bothered because you've had no, you felt like you're being rejected, you felt like you may have been stuck, I hope that this podcast, The Recovery of No, I hope it helps you in some way because you're not alone. I'm telling you, I have been there and, and been there recently because I just said, I just had this conversation a couple of days ago, but what we must do is remember that it's not about the person or the situation to say it. No, it's about our yes. And how well and how much do we believe in our yes? Because if you believe in what you're doing, if you believe in what you're trying to accomplish, guess what? It's already done. It is yours for the asking because belief in yourself goes a long way. As all as always, we thank you so much for it, for just tuning in and listening to another podcast of Monica Moments. And until next time. Yeah.